When I arrived this morning, I had a note from Johnny. Please come and see me as soon as you get in. Please come and see me as soon as you get in. He left it right on my desk, knowing it would be the first thing I saw when I got in this morning. A note from him. He's got beautiful handwriting. Not too florid. It's clean and linear and masculine. Like him. And he's written it on a clean sheet of white paper. Not one of those nasty sticky notes. He's so elegant. On the surface, it looks like a perfectly polite request from one colleague to another. But I know better. I can read between the lines. Please. He's pleading with me. As soon as. He needs me. Desperately. Urgently. Come. Well, I don't need to explain that one. So I trooped downstairs to my illicit rendezvous. I said, Good morning, Johnny. He said, Good morning. Can you help me? My monitor doesn't work. His monitor doesn't work. How mysterious. I spent some time pressing buttons, looking at the back of the tower, making a big performance of fixing it, showing off my skills. I pulled up my skirt and I fell to my hands and knees. I looked up at him and I said, I'd better check everything is inserted correctly. I crawled under the desk slowly, swaying my hips from side to side a little more than was necessary. I fiddled about back there, pretending I was doing serious investigations. He said, Could it be this? I shuffled out from under the desk and he was holding a cable in his hand. He said, Looks like it's not connected to the tower. I didn't think he'd work that one out. After all, he doesn't have my expertise. But apparently, even laymen know that monitors need to be plugged in. I asked, Did you unplug it? He said he didn't, of course not, and it was working yesterday. Hmm. Perhaps one of the cleaners knocked it out. It happens sometimes, when they're hoothering. He said, someone should have a word with the cleaners, because today it's my monitor, yesterday it was the printer, and the day before that they'd hidden my mouse. I said nothing. I put my knee up on the desk and I leaned over the tower to plug it in. I said, let's shove this back in the little hole. I winked at him. It's quite a tight fit. He looked embarrassed. He was blushing. I thought he was excited, so I decided to up the ante. Is there anyone special in your life at the moment? Of course, it is a stupid question, because he has me. But it is the sort of thing people ask when they're trying to signal their availability, isn't it? And I suppose there could be someone else. Benny, for instance... Never told me he was seeing another girl the entire time we were together. I only found that out when I happened to be passing by his house one evening, and I saw her 
nervously looking out of the window at me. That wasn't long before he moved away for good. Johnny said, I don't think that's the sort of thing we should discuss in the workplace. Of course, I understood his meaning. He wants to continue this conversation outside of work. He is quite right. A more casual setting would be better. But I'm not going to ask him out. That would be unladylike. So instead, I gave them a knowing nod, turned and left. I'd only just sat back down at my desk when Karen phoned me with a pointless errand. She needed me to destroy some records that have come to the end of their retention period. I said to her, it's nearly lunchtime. She said, I need it done now. I've got a compliance audit this afternoon. So I trudged down to the staff room and I went into the large sort of cupboard where we keep the servers and our old archived hard disks and, you know, that sort of thing. As I was working, I could hear the staff room filling up with people munching their sandwiches. And I heard the seductive tones of Johnny's voice. He was talking to Karen. The last thing I want is that witch making a play for my man. But then, I can't blame her. He is divine. And she is very, very human. I leant closer to the partition so I could follow their conversation. I would have been able to hear more if the fans weren't so loud. We could get quieter ones, top of the range, but Christopher doesn't want to pay for them. He says, why go to all that bother for a room no one goes into anyway? Well, I go in there and sometimes I want to hear what's going on in the staff room. I heard Johnny telling Karen that I'd been very attentive to him. He said he'd had a lot of IT problems recently, an unusual number, and that I'd been spending a lot of time helping him. I thought it was quite bold of him to be gushing to management about me like that, but that is the sort of thing people do when they're in love. They just can't stop talking and thinking about the other person and they want the world to know how great they are. So, Johnny appreciates my help. I will find more things to help him with. Anything to buy us more time together. Because love needs to be nurtured. Lovesick by Ella Skolomovsky